the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Happy Marriage Monday, good people. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, a call-in talk show. You ready to hang out with me? Come on, let's hit it. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Here we are live in the nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM, live out of the new Real Talk studios. I'm so glad you're hanging out with me. Happy Monday. I sure hope you had a wonderful time in the house of the Lord over the weekend. And today is Marriage Monday. Uh, This is how we roll. Tomorrow is Tough Topic Tuesday. And then we have Wisdom Wednesday, Theological Thursday, and Open Phone-In Fridays. Over my shoulder, you can see some of our advertisers as well, so make sure you check them out and uh, thank them for sponsoring our show. Also, you're watching me on YouTube and on Facebook Live, and you see with me a young lady by the name of Ms. D. Bird. I'll introduce her in just a moment. But let me tell you what our topic is today, what our phone number is, open in a word of prayer, and then we'll get started. Uh, So first of all, my phone number, 888-432-7434. That is the number live in studio. If you want to call me, pick up the phone. Give me a call now if you have a question about marriage. Uh, You can also remember the number if you're driving across a bridge. Just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right. Today is Marriage Monday, but we're going to be counterintuitive here. We're going to talk about divorce. In fact, the force of divorce. You know, so many people uh, get married with the dream of staying married for the rest of their lives, but it doesn't end in death, even though they said till death do us part. It ends in divorce for so many different reasons. The reality is right now around the nation's capital, whether you're in D.C., Baltimore, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, my entire listening area, the reality is many of you know exactly what I'm talking about because either you're about to get a divorce, you're going through a divorce right now, or you went through a divorce and you're on the other side of it. Well, I want to talk about that. How do you know when to get one? What happens in the midst of it? And what about life after it? That's what we're talking about. If you have a question about marriage or divorce or remarriage, this is the time to call me. Let me give you the number one more time. Here it is, 888-432-7434. Let's help you build a bridge in relationships that may be broken, but most of all, the best bridge of all is a bridge to God. So let's pray, pray to him right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for building a bridge to us through your son, Jesus Christ. There's only one mediator between 
uh, God and man, and it's the man Jesus. So we thank you for sending him. And we ask, Lord, as we start this show, that you would just be with us throughout the show as well as our guests. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. Well, sitting to my right, uh, your left is D Bird, Ms. D Bird. That's right, Ms. Bird uh, has been a part of my church for years. She's a leader in our church. She's on our Elders Council of Women, as well as a life group leader. And I uh, just love this woman. And I asked her if she would help me talk about uh, divorce from a very personal perspective because uh, I respect her. I, I knew her and her ex-husband. We walked through uh, her divorce together, and now she's a leader uh, in helping people. So can I just say, first of all, D-Bird, thank you for being on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. No, Pastor, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. And tell people a little bit about what you do in the church and what some of your passions are at Bridgeway Community Church. So one of the things that I do here at Bridgeway, I'm on the Elders Council of Women. And we help serve uh, as a counsel to uh, the um, the pastor, helping advise during our tough situations going on with the church. I'm also a life group leader, and I the group that I lead is a support group for women who are going through a divorce. Uh, there's typically a, a class that they take called Divorce Recovery. Mm -hmm. And after that class, we set up uh, support groups or life groups where we help women make it through that period of their life that they're going through. Mm, so the divorce recovery is a class yes. uh, that lasts how long? I think it's about 10 weeks long. Okay, so then once they go through that class, now they need support. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so when they come to your, you know, your life group, what does that look like? What's the composition of what one might expect who has gone through divorce recovery class, who's at the church, they're trying to grow in their relationship with the Lord, yes, and now they walk into this group. What are they looking for? So, Pastor, when they complete the divorce recovery class, and Pastor Unhill really does a great job of getting them through that, then they mm -hmm. feel like, wow, I made it through this class, now I'm left all alone, mm -hmm. and I have nowhere else to go, nothing to do mm -hmm. to help me continue to make it on this journey. And then the life group, when we get together, then you have a bunch of women who get a chance to just talk about everything that they're going through. Mm. And they talk, they, we all have a common interest, so everyone can just talk about it. Who feels like they need recovery after divorce? I mean, is divorce that bad that you feel like you need recovery? I would say everybody needs <laughs> recovery. Mm. Uh, typically, you find more women going through it than men. Okay. But uh, I think that somehow women just don't mind going to support groups where men, for whatever reason, choose not to go to. But they all seem to think that it's, I mean, it's so needed. Mm. So it, it, would you say it's a traumatic experience to have a divorce, or does it depend on what kind of divorce? Pastor, I think it's a very traumatic uh, experience. I think that going through a divorce was probably the roughest season in my entire life. Mm. And uh, how long did that period take? When someone says, I got a divorce, isn't it true that for many people, they have been separated for years maybe or for a year, they've already dealt with the grief of it, and the divorce is really just kind of like a, a formality? Well, I think it's different for everyone because some people tend to get through it a lot better because they have a tendency to let things go, whereas some people, we, Pastor, I had people in the group who were 
divorced for 10 plus years and you'd be surprised at how mm. they still hold on to stuff. Uh-huh. But at a point, you just got to let it go. Mm. And the quicker that you can let it go, the quicker you can move on. Wow. The quicker you can let it go, the quicker you can move on. But sometimes it's not so quick and we need a little bit of help. Well, when we get to the other side, I want to talk to you a little bit about your own personal divorce. We also want to take some phone calls. So if you want to give me a call, my number in studio is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. You have a question about divorce, remarriage, life before, during, or after divorce? This is the time. Even though it's Marriage Monday, this is what happens sometimes in marriages. Maybe, just maybe, we can even help you prevent a divorce just by learning uh, from our special guest, Ms. D. Bird. I'm going to run to my commercial break. As soon as I get back, we're taking your phone calls. So now's the time to get in where you fit in. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Jewel, this is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> They're outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they mm. came out. Love it, it was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
We're on YouTube as well. Just go to Anderson Speaks, and you can watch us there. You have options, uh, Facebook Live or YouTube. If one's down, go to the other one. Check us out there. Of course, we're on WAVA, the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, 105.1 FM. And today is Marriage Monday. I've got our special guest, Ms. Bird, who's hanging out with us here in the studio as we are talking about uh, divorce and the force of divorce is our topic. If you have a question about it, let us know. Before I go to the phone lines, let me give you the phone number 888-432-7434. Ms. Bird, before uh, I go right into your story, let me run over to Washington, D.C. and talk to Timothy, who's on the line. Hello, Timothy. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Timothy, you got to turn that radio down to talk to me. Going once, going twice. You call me back another time, Timothy, when you're ready to connect. D-Bird, let me turn to you now. Um, you got married how many years ago? I got married 30 years ago. Okay, so y'all were married for 30 years. Usually you think when someone's married for 20, 30 years, they're good for the rest of their life. Is that okay. not what happened? It's not what happened, Pastor. I thought so, too. You know, when we first got married, we were young and energetic and loved, mm-hmm. and we were in it, you know, for life, you know, till death do us part. Right. For better or for worse. Right. Not for better until it got worse. Mm. But, you know, somehow along the way, life happened. And right. It, just, it didn't work out as, as planned. Uh-huh. And so what did happen? What Was the first 10 years great, and then the next 10 years terrible, and then the last 10 years worse? Or or did you go up and down, or did you know at the beginning, but you stuck it in there? I mean, what happened? Okay, so uh, I like to tell people that I was happily married for 10 years. Hmm. And then they say, well, Dee, weren't you married for at least like 20, 30 years? I say, yeah. I say, I was married for 30 years, but I was happily married <laughs> for 10 years. Ah, <laughs> got it, got it. So, so a third, <laughs> two-thirds of the marriage, right. you weren't happy. Yeah, I would say uh, – not even the first ten years was I happy. It was like the off and on. It was a roller coaster. Mm. We had our problems the first year we were married, but of course, you know, the first five years you try to get yourself together, trying to get to know one another, right? And figure out, you know, which side of the bed you're going to sleep on, and all of that. Right, right. But then, uh, you know, once life started happening, we started hitting some uh, potholes. We hung in there because I hung. I mainly hung in there because it was such a commitment to me me not only a commitment as far as him but it was a commitment that i made to god mm-hmm. so you know our parents were married until they died his parents were married until they died and i just didn't want my son to grow up without having both parents mm. so you had a son okay and you still stayed did you stay did both of you stay because of your child well i really can't speak for him but i will say that i stayed Yes, one of the reasons was because of him. And I know a lot of times people say, don't stay for the kids. But I think that is very selfish when you don't stay because of the kids because they didn't ask to be put in that situation. Mm. And So So when is the right time, when the kid turns 18 and goes off to college? I think that uh, it differs for each kid. But in our case, our son had finished college. Okay. Well, finish school. Gotcha. And okay. then when it came time to divorce, did y'all say, listen, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out of here. Or was it a slow kind of drip uh, trying to figure out maybe one wants it, the other one doesn't, so okay. one hangs on? That happens, too, in relationships, sure. right? It was a slow drip for us because, uh, like I said, we had problems the very first year. 
and then you try to forgive and forgive and then mm. you try to get past that and then if that same cycle happens again then it, it almost push you back to restart mm. and that's what happened for us like every five years or so then i would have to push restart mm. but again i hung in there we were both in the military and like I said, I just hung in there because I thought it was the thing to do. I know how much mm. God hates divorce, but I also know that he permits it because of the hardness of our heart. So mm. I, I just wanted to honor my commitment to God and hang in there. Mm. But what I found out was, you know, like it was we were struggling at that one time. I mean, it wasn't all bad. We had some great times. Mm. We really did. But when the when the times were good, they were good. When they were bad, they were bad. And during the times that they were bad, I mean, it was like about every 10 years he would tell me, you know, I want a divorce. I'm, 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 not, I'm tired of being married. And after hearing it so much, I mean, it was all I became numb to it because mm. there was a period he would just wake up and say, you know, I want a divorce. And then I would, you know, try to work through it. And after a while, I just got used to it and wanted to, I mean, I started looking in the mirror and say, wow, he didn't tell me he wanted a divorce today. And I would ask him, you know, oh, you still want a divorce? But mm. this Literally but dragged out. But why was he? Years. Why was he wanting a divorce? Was he tired of you? Was he tired of being married? Was he into someone else? Do you know why? Was it the same thing every time, or was it always different things? But maybe we got in a fight, and now <laughs> I just want a divorce. So it started out. There was a pattern. It was the same thing most of the. For the root of the problem, it was the same thing every time. But after that, it, you know, when life starts happening, it becomes different problems. You know, you start moving and growing. I used to hear people say, you know, when we want a divorce because we grew apart. I never could understand what that meant. Mm. But then, you know, after being married to him, I, I began to understand that you can grow apart. Mm. I felt like uh, I was kind of like kind of pushing, 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 pushing. There were so many things that I wanted to do and wanted to achieve, and I felt like that he was just very content. Mm. And um, I, I think there was just a conflict. And I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. 888-43-BRIDGE. That is the number if you want to talk on this Marriage Monday about a very difficult topic, but it's a reality, and that is the force of divorce. Give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Washington, D.C. and try Timothy on the line. Hello, Timothy. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Um. A little nervous about um this 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 one that we got I got for you. Okay, go for it. What are you thinking? And turn your radio down so we don't hear an echo. If that if you can do that for us. Okay. Um. Right. Let's start with uh. How do you feel about gay marriage, doctor? How do I feel about gay marriage? Well, I mean, the state approves gay marriage. I don't believe that God does. That is my opinion. No, I mean, not 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 in not in the, the um in the, the in that kind of world. Like, I mean, like like with God. Like, how do you think God feel about two souls? You know, yeah, committing to each other. And, yeah. So back to my answer. I mean? Yeah, back to my answer. Um, and turn that radio down, otherwise we're going to hear an echo and people aren't going to be able to li listen on the radio. So you turn it all okay. the way down and talk to me in the, in the I, phone. I, just, I, I walked away from the radio. Okay, thank I'm, you so much. So again, you're asking my opinion from the scripture. I do not believe that God uh, sanctifies holy matrimony between a man and a man or between a man and a woman. I'm listening. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'm listening. Yeah. What were you saying? So you want me to repeat myself, Timothy? Sure, that's fine. Okay. I do not believe that God sanctifies holy matrimony between a man and a man and a woman and a woman. Okay, can you define sanctify? Yeah, it blesses it. He, he, it's not holy. He hasn't blessed it. It doesn't mean that somebody doesn't have a right to do it. It doesn't mean that somebody, in some people's eyes, it's a beautiful thing. I'm just saying that I don't believe that a sacred marriage is blessed by God if it's uh, a, a LGBT gay marriage between a man and a man and a woman and a woman. I don't believe that's God's best. I don't believe it's God's ideal. Um, I don't believe it's God's design uh, from the scriptures. Now, whether people can do it because of the state, it's a different question. Whether people should do it, it's a different question. But if you ask me as a pastor and as a person who holds on to the Bible as his authority, I do not believe it's God's design or God's best. So, so God cannot see a person being happy with someone that makes them feel happy because they don't feel comfortable with something that society wants them to feel comfortable with. I'm having a hard time hearing you, Timothy. Mm-hmm. Try to say it again more clearly. He wouldn't support that? Support what? I'm just I'm just trying to trying to grasp some some understanding. Yeah, so it depends. Because dep- I'm a believer. Okay. Are you gay? Uh, yeah, um, I, I guess you can say that. Uh, oh, okay. If I, what, do you, what, what is the definition of gay? If you don't mind asking, Mr. Well, a man wanting to be with a man, and if you want to be with men, you're not attracted to women, that would probably make you a gay man. If you are attracted to both men and women, uh, and you're practicing that, that maybe that would be bisexual. Uh, for some people, it's about behavior. For other people, it's about identity. Um, let me ask you, um, are you attracted to men? Um, I will say, well, okay, all right, again, let's, let's go with attraction. What is, what is your definition of attraction? Well, look, I don't have too much time to talk about this because it's not the topic now. Uh, the topic is about the force of divorce. So let me just give you my answer, and you ruminate on it and think about it. And then on open phone and Friday, we can take more time because I don't want to take it from my guests right now. But listen over the air what I'm about to say to you, and thanks a lot for calling, Timothy. Bottom line is uh, people struggle with same-sex attraction all the time. All right? That doesn't make you gay. Uh, but if you step into the behavior of being with somebody who's of the same sex, it is a homosexual behavior, and I don't believe that God blesses that. I don't believe that he says that that's okay. Now, everybody's not going to agree with me, but you asked me my opinion, so I had to give that opinion to you. Now, turning back to my guest, uh, D, I know that you're married, you know, you were married to a man, and now in the state, men and men, women and women can get married, and so if they can get married, they can also get divorced. That's a segue now back to our topic with regard to divorce. You were married to a man for 30 years. You stayed with him um, until, you know, your, your son was old enough as an adult, and then y'all had to make a decision at some point to get divorced. You said that he kept saying he wanted to get divorced, kept saying he wanted to get divorced. 
He never acted on it, though, because it takes two. Is that what we're hearing? Absolutely, Pastor. He never acted on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got separated on three different occasions. Uh, the first time was for a little less than a year. Mm-hmm. The second time, 10 years later, was for a year. Oh, wow. And the third time when we got uh, separated, I told him as he was leaving out of the door, I said, now, I want you to realize that if you leave this time, mm. We may not get back together. Hmm. So each time he left before, you were open to him coming back. Absolutely, because I never wanted a divorce to begin with. Understood. But then the third time, you wanted to serve notice on him. This is not the behavior for 30 years. Right. We were separated for two years. Well, after the first year, he he moved into an apartment. He renewed his lease. Mm-hmm. for another year and i said okay well the first year i was kind of like okay we got to get back together second year i was kind of getting used to the idea of being alone mm. when he when it was time for his lease to be renewed the third time i served him notice and i said hey listen if you renew your lease this time i'm filing for a divorce mm. and and at that time he asked me he said um well whatever happened to till death do us part and mm. i said uh this is killing me sitting on the fence, so death is doing us part. How about that? Well, when we get back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about what was D. Bird's responsibility, what was his responsibility, and when do you make that decision that, yes, now I'm going to file. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're about to hear a commercial for Wave listeners specifically. For a very unique mortgage team that has two very specific things to share with your family. One, the core substance of our mortgage team is faith and family. We're family operated with faith at our core. Two, we're a bit weird. We're a small family run team, but our small team has the advantage of being an arm of a big direct lender. And for you, that means personal care a family run team can give, but with big lending power. We use our own money. We get to make our own decisions, and often that advantage allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you a significant amount of money on new home purchases, cashing out equity in your home, or refinances. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you have to pay before closing. Nice! UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. As a result of refinancing, total financing charges may be higher over life of loan. Message and data rates may apply. Guys. Got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts MORE to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text MORE to 85850. 
That's M-O-R-E to 85850. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It is the uh, second half of the show. We're so glad you're hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in on YouTube, on Facebook Live, as well as on uh, WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital. And by the way, if you are thinking about a new roof, now is the time to get the quote. It's a free quote, and you get a discount from Best Buy Waterproofing. They've now gone into roofing, and so they're going to try to keep you dry from the top to the bottom. If you want to give them a call, their phone number is 844-980-3707. You'll see them over my shoulder as well if you're watching us on Facebook Live. That's 844-980-3707. Go ahead and get a great roof and let them know that Dr. Anderson sent you. Now, if you are just tuning in, then you may not know that we're talking about divorce today, the force of divorce. I've got a special guest, Ms. D. Bird, hanging out with me in the studio on this Marriage Monday. If you have a question for Ms. Bird or for myself, give me a call at 888-432-7434. That number, again, is 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, Ms. D. Bird, we were talking about your divorce, having been married for 30 years. Did you ever think, you know what, I'm just going to stay married even though it's really bad. He's left three times, been separated three different occasions for over a year. Uh, Maybe I'll just remain in this state uh, for the rest of my mortal life. Have you ever thought about that? I thought about it all the time, Pastor. Like I said, I was so committed until I was just ready to just ride it out. Mm-hmm. I literally thought that we would grow old together, be so old, where we'd be wiping each other's nose because you'd mm-hmm. be too old to wipe your own nose. Mm. But yet, uh, you finally made that decision to file. Right. What helped you to make that decision? Well, like I said, the last time we were separated, after he renewed his lease for the third time, that was three years of me sitting on the fence. Mm-hmm. And I just told him, uh, again, you, if you renew your lease this time, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to file for a divorce. And it was kind of a wake-up call to him because at that time he said, whatever happened to till death do us part. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, <laughs> I can't sit on this fence for the rest of my life. And what drove me to that point, actually, by then was because 
he was seeing someone else, and because he was seeing someone else, they mm. would they were seen out in public together. They mm. would go to the family reunion together, mm. and it just made me look like I didn't know. Like everybody knew that he had this woman, but mm. it made me look like, oh, you don't know what's going on, poor D. Mm. No, I knew what was going on. So at that point, I just but now like it's disrespecting you. Absolutely. Yeah, and so he was separated from you out of the house for three years. Correct. And this was the third time he had third done this. Uh huh. And so finally, you got the strength to say, okay, yeah, this is not how this. Uh, narrative is going to be correct, and so you finally filed. But mm-hmm. does does don't two people have to agree, or did he? Uh, how's that work? No, you really don't have to agree. I mean, once once a person make their decision to file, then that kind of starts the ball rolling. Okay. Now, if he wants to contest it, it's just going to drag things out, I and see. you end up spending a whole lot of money in lawyer fees and everything. But uh, because he already had someone, he didn't contest it, and he was ready to move on, and I was ready to move on. So the process, once we got the ball rolling, it just kept rolling. So what part did you play in all this? As, as you look back, roll the tapes back, and say, man, I wanted this thing to last forever, 50 years maybe. Uh, what did what did you do wrong? And how important is it for people to look at themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, maybe I did contribute here? Well, Sure. So I think that one of the things that I did wrong was I was trying to pretty much clone and make him a, another mini D because I I had so many goals and aspirations and I just wanted him to either stay uh, kind of lockstep with me or, you know, for example, when we got out of the military, I wanted to go ahead and get my degree. So I went and I got my bachelor's. And when I finished, I said, hey, listen, why don't you go ahead and get your bachelor's too? Because, you know, the military was paying for it. He said, I know I don't want to go to school. You know, mm. school is not for everyone. Then I got my master's. I say, hey, listen. Then my, by the time my income doubled, I saw how this thing was working. So mm. I say, well, shoot. You know, let's go ahead and get you a degree, too. And he just kept saying no. Then at a point, I just felt like I was pushing a wet noodle. And I think that I was just pushing him in areas that he just didn't want to go. Mm. And so he, he probably felt then like uh, you didn't value him, didn't respect him, didn't think he was smart, uh, kept trying to, even though you're motivated, trying to help motivate him, sure. he may have interpreted that as she accepted me as who I was until she got her degrees. Right, and uh, now right, all of a right. sudden she wants me to get degrees like her. Right. What do you think, I'm stupid? You don't accept right, me the way right. I am? I'm talking like a guy now because I'm sure, trying to get sure. into his head. <laughs> do you feel like that maybe he was thinking those sort of things? I'm sure that he felt sort of emasculated or invalued at that point because, uh, again, my income had almost doubled his, and I would have to hear things like, okay, you're the educated one. And all of this, when mm. all alone, I was trying to pull him along with me. Gotcha. But it's just not something that he wanted to do. And it was hard for me to accept that as a man, why wouldn't you want to take the lead and, and you know, be the sole, I mean, not the sole provider, but the, the head provider. So as a, uh, as a woman who's now making more money, has more education, we have a guy now that's feeling low esteem about himself. He's probably becoming more passive. You're more active, uh, and so now there becomes this disconnect. I see exactly what you're saying. When we get back from our break, let's press into this more because I hear a lot of men talk about being intimidated by educated women, by women who are uh, moving toward goals. They really just want a remote control in a beverage in their recliner. (laughs) Listen, I'll be right back. This is Real Talk. 
with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Dibuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sedla Duglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're looking for a good lawyer? The McCullum Firm will help you out. 301-864-6070. Make sure you check them out. A good lawyer, McCullum Firm. All right? Hey, listen, I've got D. Bird with me on this Marriage Monday. We're talking about the force of divorce. We've been learning from her, her story, her journey. You know, when we deal, uh, D. Bird, with uh, people's topics like divorce, it becomes an issue or a topic. But when you hear people's stories, it then becomes real life. So you lived real life when it came to marriage and divorce. You had a man who you married. When you married him, did you respect him? Did you value him? Did you look up to him as, as smart or as wise? Tell me about when you first met. When when we first met, we were both in the army, so we were equal ranks. So I did. I looked at him as a peer, mm-hmm. as far as someone that I respected. Mm-hmm. I would say yes during the time, but as when I look back in retrospect, I can say that probably as I began to get promoted and 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 began to move up, mm-hmm. then and because and he of wasn't. He wasn't getting promoted. He, he wasn't advancing as far as quick as I was. I see. Okay. And so I think that, um, and because of some things that occurred during the marriage, I lost respect for him. Mm. And I think that once 
he felt that I was losing respect for him. And I think that that just continued to grow uh, a bigger wedge between us. Understood. So there was this equal partnership and respect. But then as you grew in your career and a, as a military woman, getting f faster and higher ranking, and then uh, behaviors that he may have had in the midst of the marriage, mm -hmm. you began losing respect for him. And as you then got advanced degrees after the military, whether it was uh, uh, your bachelor's or your master's, you were then now pushing him True. because you wanted him to advance, but he wasn't. Right. Did that make you feel like he was just becoming a passive man? I felt that he was becoming very passive, but let's be clear. I wasn't losing respect for him because he wasn't advancing. I was losing respect for him because of the behavior. Understood. I wanted to make that clear. And uh, did you confront him on that behavior? Absolutely. And what was his response? Lie and deny. Lie and deny. Excellent. So then, <laughs> <laughs> but but so then, how do you know he he, he was lying? Uh, the first time he actually told me about it because he was uh he he was feeling guilty. Okay. And so he told me. And you forgave. It took me a very long time. I mean, it was a lot of pain, but it took me a very long time to forgive. Okay. Do you feel like that was the root of the problem at the end of the day? in that relationship, all these other things we're talking about, but w is the root that behavior that just wouldn't wouldn't stop? I feel like I could have worked through everything else had that not been the major issue. Gotcha. And so you did work on trying to forgive, so then couldn't you just keep moving on, or did it keep happening? It kept happening. Uh-huh. So every time you would forgive, then it would happen again, and you'd have to forgive again. It would be uh, some space between them, but, yes, it kept happening. Gotcha. Okay, so there's a woman probably listening right now who said, you know what, I'm in the same situation. I've got a guy who's got behaviors that are outside of our uh, vows or whatever. W what, would you, what would you say to her right now as she's at home listening or driving in her car from work? I would say to her that, you know, just, you know, of course, you got to be prayerful about it and, and try to get through it. But if the behavior continues and he continues to, to me, that's a sign of disrespect that he has no respect for you. I would say at that point, then you almost got to save yourself. Mm. What, what does that mean, though? Okay, so save yourself. Does that mean I, I leave my own house? Does that mean I kick him out? Does that mean now I'm going to lose all the money that we have? I mean, there's a lot of loss that comes with, okay, I want to be respected. You're mm -hmm. disrespecting me. I'm going to end this marriage. It doesn't seem like it's that easy. You lose a lot in it, don't you? You lose a lot uh, material, but all of that stuff, you know, you can get that back. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to self-respect and respect, uh, your children are watching. You know, they're looking at this behavior, and they know what's going on. Mm. And then the children know that you're being disrespected, especially once they get to be a certain age. And you just don't want to go through life being disrespected. I mean, you got to respect yourself at some point. Mm. This is probably a good place where a pastor like myself would say counseling is so very important. How Absolutely. do we put this thing back together? How do we get this train back on the track? There may be someone listening today who wants to get out of it, but, you know, they probably need a pastor. They need a counselor. They shouldn't do this on their own, just hearing it on the radio and go home and be like, okay, you out of here. Uh, there should be a process here. Did you guys ever uh, go before a counselor and say help? 
we actually did go through a counselor. Matter of fact, uh, we had counselor here go to church mm -hmm. as well as a counselor that you actually uh, recommended. Mm -hmm. uh, we went to counseling for about maybe six months. Okay. And at a point, it just felt like we were just going nowhere. He would sit on the couch. He wouldn't say anything. And I just felt like it was a waste of time and mm. money. He just sat there like a bump on the log. and. Mm. It just wasn't going anywhere. He didn't want to open up. He didn't want to talk about what was going on. Why was that, do you think? I think he was done. He had checked out. I see. I see. Yeah. That, that does make sense. Men don't like, you know, you don't necessarily <laughs> like counseling. Was it a male or a female counselor? It was a male counselor. Uh -huh. right. Yeah, we're not always uh, <laughs> excited about, about counseling, to be honest. So, but once he checked out, he was done. But you still hadn't checked out yet. You're still holding out hope. Sure, uh -huh. sure. And then finally, after this third time, three years being right. out of the house, sure. you finally said, okay, I, I got to draw a line at some point. 30 years is a long time. It's a long time, and that's why I just felt like we would hang in there until, you know, one of us go home to be with the Lord, but it just didn't happen. Well, I do have to say that having watched you go through uh, this period, dealing with both of you and having you go through this period, watching you seek the Lord and try to hang on for so long, uh, regardless of, you know, some of the areas and the issues you were dealing with, even as a pastor, I think, um, hey, I, I, I bless you. I, I respect you. I'm, I'm grateful for the way you did it. Uh, there's so many ways to do it wrong. Uh, and there's so many ways to do it with anger and with bitterness. How important is it to have a pastor in your life when you're going through such a difficult journey like this pastor i don't i really don't understand how a person can go through this and not have a support of a pastor not have the support of the church i i just don't think that it would be possible mm. not for myself anyways you know you you would see me on sundays and i would come to church and you know my hair would be combed and my face would be washed but i'm telling you on the inside no one really knew what i was going through mm, mm. i mean it was just a very dark 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 uh, season in my life mm. but the only way i really got through it was just by the grace of god you know his grace was sufficient for me mm. and did worship help you i mean when the praise the worship the music the word i mean are all these sort of sustaining and nourishing uh vitamins for one's health when you are going through such an emotionally uh difficult time absolutely pastor i mean the prayer, I would get up early in the morning and just pray, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning and pray. And even on Sunday, you know, the, the worship, like you were saying, when they sang that song, uh, he's a way maker, miracle worker, mm. promise keeper, light in the darkness, mm. you know, that might just be words to some people, but that's, that's my reality. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, those are not just lyrics. Mm. To me, that is, those, that's my life. How about that? Wow. Um, did he ever ask for forgiveness? Did he ever seek the Lord uh, uh, to try to get God uh, to, to help him in this situation? So, Pastor, I don't know if he did that personally between him and God. Mm -hmm. I can tell you we've been divorced for four years, and he has never once come to me and say, hey, I'm sorry. Hmm. Not once. So I had to forgive him just because I knew that it was the thing to do. I had to give forgive him for me so that mm. I could move on. How but to this that? day, he's never asked me for forgiveness. Wow. Well, let's talk on the other side of the break about life after divorce, and then we'll pray.
Hey, it's Ryan, and our mortgage team paid for 60 seconds here to try to tell you our story. Well, more like 56 seconds, because they make all mortgage people put a tag on the end. But you get the point. Usually, we just share things that happen to us in real life. But one thing my dad taught me long ago, sometimes you just got to say the thing straight. So here's what we'd love for you to hear. One, our faith is really important to us, and it's why we're committed to talking to you, Wave of Listeners. Two, my dad and I both grew up in the mortgage business, but getting to start this company together has been the coolest thing we've ever done. Three, while we are a smaller family-run team, we're lucky to be an arm of a bigger parent company, which allows us to be a direct lender and often save you money. And finally, we hope you'll think about us if you ever need a refinance, cash-out refinance, or are buying a new home. We are United Faith Mortgage, and our 56 seconds are up. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. As a result of refinancing, total financing charges may be higher over life of loan. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts MORE to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text MORE to 85850. That's M-O-R-E to 85850. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. 
and your prayers as well. If you were to look at my yard, you'd say, man, that's landscaped so very well. It's because Innovation Scapes Landscaping Company have ho- has hooked me up, and they'll hook you up as well. Uh, just call Fidel. He's the owner. His phone number is 240-516-4967. They also do deck power washing and patios. And so, again, if you're looking for a trustworthy, uh, hardworking group of folk, then go ahead and give them a call. I'm going to give you the number one more time. It's 240-516-4967. And they really love uh, to, to work hard in the Prince George's County area as well so make sure you give him a call i've got d bird with me and as we land the plane for the next couple minutes before the show ends d you've been uh, you were separated for five years divorced for four years so it's really it's been almost a decade now nine or ten years uh sort of life after separation and divorce what's going on with you now relationally and how does that feel how does someone get past or do you ever get past a divorce you actually do, Pastor, and the the time that you really kind of realize in your mind and in your heart that you've moved on, your prayers start changing. Your mm-hmm. prayer life with the things that you're praying for. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, you know, I used to pray, you know, that God would just get him. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. In, in Romans 12 where God says that uh, don't repay evil for evil. Mm-hmm and that vengeance was his and that he would repay. Mm. And so I would just pray that God would just get him. And every Mm. time I heard something bad was happening to him, I would almost be happy or rejoice. Mm. Mm. And then as I I began to heal and and my heart began to be more compassionate toward him, then whenever I saw that he was going through something, I would just pray for him. And I would Mm. literally pray and mean it, that God would just just bless him. Mm. You know, that's what I knew that I had gotten through it. How about that? Wow. So that's how you knew you were healing when you could start sure. praying uh, positively sure. and as mean opposed it. to negatively and mean, and mean it. Want the best for him. Absolutely. How about that? Well, if you're going to give a final word to our listeners today for the next uh, 30 seconds before we pray, is there any one thing you want to leave out there, maybe even for the men mm-hmm. as well as the women? Okay. Uh, one thing that I, that I would re- encourage you to do is just kind of, Go through it prayerfully. You know, God doesn't want to see any of us get divorced. He really doesn't. And But we know that he'll permit it because our hearts are hard. So just pray that God would just soften your heart, mm-hmm. soften your mate's heart, mm-hmm. and just continue to just look to him. You know, and for those of you who are going through divorce, the process has already started. Uh, just continue to look to God. You know, he will strengthen you. And just remember that um, Isaiah 43, 12 says that when you're going through the, the river, that you won't drown. Mm-hmm. And when you pass through the fire, you won't be burned. So mm-hmm. just continue to keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Let's turn to him now, Lord. We just pray that you would give strength and discernment and uh, give hope and uh, encouragement for those who might be in this situation today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.